Coconuts, haven't you? Mindy, coconuts are packed with nutrients. They're good for our immune system so we don't get sick as easily. They're good for our hearts. They help to keep our skin healthy. Yeah, and they also really stress you out when you can't bust them open. <sighs> Careful, Guy Raz. You're going to hurt yourself. What in the... Well, how else am I going to get this thing open if I want to get the nutrients out of it? A chainsaw? Are you kidding me, man? Stop! Stop it! Stop it right now! That's it! I'm pulling the plug on this operation! Guy Raz, there's a better way. Wait, did you say there's a better way? Okay, to be clear, there are a million better ways of busting open a coconut. But we're going to try the most newly discovered way. Oh, great. Is this like a, a new kind of invention we can just, you know, pick up from the store? Maybe, you know, order online, same-day delivery, something like that? Well, not exactly. See, we sort of need to, um, well, we need to bring your coconut to the coconut cracker itself. Eh, that sounds like too much work. Here, here, just, just hand me that hammer. Nope, don't you come near this hammer. Okay, Ross. Do you trust me? No. Reggie! Oh, boy. You know, Mindy, on second thought, I could just run to the store and grab, you know, a jar of uh, organic, unfiltered coconut oil and, you know, kind of go on with my day. Get on the bird, Guy Raz. Mindy, I have a very busy day ahead of me and... Saddle up. This might be a wild ride. Uh, Here, put these on. Okay, but this better only take a minute. Guy Raz, Reggie, hold on. Coconuts. Next stop, Solomon Islands, South Pacific. Mindy, I, I just don't. Here we go. You okay, Guy Raz? Well, uh, I'm a little banged up, but but not even that crash landing could crack this coconut, Mindy. Well, don't you worry your funny little head about that. Because we have come to the right place for coconut kraken. Where, where are we? This looks like the, the middle of nowhere. Are, are we in a rainforest? Guy Raz, welcome to the island of Venganu, part of the Solomon Islands. Here, you can see it right here on this map. Let me see that. Solomon Islands. So we're on one of these islands in the South Pacific. It, it looks like we're just a, a little tiny bit northeast of Australia. Yep, and we're on that one right there. That giant red island that's covering up the others? No, that's ketchup. I use this map as a place map for my lunch sometimes. Here. Ah. There, all 
better. So, do you want to tell me why I'm standing here in the middle of a remote island in the South Pacific holding a coconut? Oh, yeah, well, that's because we're here to see that coconut cracker I was telling you about. The coconut cracker? Well, also known as the Romus Vica or the Vangunu giant rat. Rat? Did I just say rat? You said rat. Here's the deal. For the last 20 years... Uh, hang on a second. Hey, Jet! Yellow. Can we get some mysterious, legendy sounding music up in here? Oh, sure. Thanks, man. For the past two decades, the people of this very island have been telling scientists about the elusive Van Gunu giant rat, who, as legend would have it, has lived amongst them in the trees, but never before been spotted by an outsider. In the trees? Like high up in the branches? Like like in the canopy? And the scientists were all, Nah, we can't see it! We don't believe it! For it had been 80 years since a new rodent species was discovered on this island. But eventually they did discover that it exists, right? So there were some scientists, like Tyrone Lavery from the Field Museum of Natural History in Chicago. That guy spent years searching for this legendary creature. And did he ever find it? Nope. Bummer alert, he did not. Oh, that's too bad. But he did find some poop. Mindy. And after digging around in that poop for a while, he discovered the fur of an unidentified species of rodent. The Venganu giant rat. And then, in the year 2015... Uh, that was like two years ago. A ranger from the island named Hakuna Judge was just out minding his own beeswax, taking a walk through the island's thick rainforest when a giant rat fell from the sky. What? Technically, it jumped out of the tree it had been living in, but... Anywho, it was in that moment that the Vangunu giant rat went from being a legend to... to a scientific fact. The first new rodent species found on the island in 80 years. Exactoritos, Guy Raz. Pretty cool, huh? So, uh, do we need to be worried about, you know, giant tree-dwelling rats falling from the sky? Well, I mean, if it's not your thing, then, yeah, I, I guess. Reggie, uh, take me back home, please! I'm just joking, Guy Raz. You don't have to worry about giant rats falling out of trees and bonking you on the head. Phew. In fact, the Vangunu giant rat, or the Romis Vika, as scientists call it, is super duper rare. Well, I'm looking up into the trees of this rainforest, and there's a super thick canopy of leaves and branches. It's hard to even see the sky, and... Maybe it makes it easier for the Vanganu giant rat to hide? Yep, that's one reason. But the other reason is that timber companies have been coming to the island and cutting down the trees. Like, most of the trees. And and to lots of creatures in the wild, trees are their homes and, and their habitats. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if nearly all the homes in your town were destroyed? That would be awful. Yeah, so that's kind of what it's like to be a Vangunu giant rat on the island of Vangunu. And without a home and everything that comes with it, it's really difficult to survive there. And now there's even talk of the Vangunu giant rat becoming an official endangered species. 
meaning they're at risk of extinction. You know it. Pretty sad, huh? Yeah, sure is. So I don't know if uh, now is the right time to bring this up, Mindy, but uh, didn't you bring me here so that the Vanganu giant rat could, you know, crack open my coconut? Oh, yeah. So while we've been talking down here, Reggie's actually been up in the treetops making some new friends. Hey, Reggie! Looks like he actually found you one of those elusive coconut crackers. Whoa, is that a... Is that a Vanganu giant rat riding on his back holding a lasso? Nope, that's something in your eye. Here he comes. Look at that giant rat! Man, if only scientists could get a load of this. Oh, man. Okay, so walk up to him slowly so you can get a closer look. Here, take your coconut. Whoa. He's way bigger than I thought he would be. I know, right? He weighs in at about two pounds and is one and a half feet long from nose to tail. Whoa. In fact, he's about four times bigger than the average city dumpster rat. Whoa. Isn't he a cutie? Well, I guess you could say he has cute little ears, you know, comparatively speaking. And he's got pretty wide feet with big pads and curved paws. Oh, yeah. Those big, wide feet help him to move around on those skinny forest branches high up in the trees where he lives. And his long, hairless tail, it it looks like it's covered in tiny scales with big patches of skin, kind of of like an opossum. Yep. And now I'm going to try to make him laugh so you can check out his teeth, okay? Uh, yeah. I, I think I'm good. No, really. You know that some baby rats laugh when you tickle them, right? I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah, it's so crazy. So these researchers at Germany's Humboldt University did a whole study on it about a year ago. Some baby rats laugh when they're tickled, but at a frequency that's too high to hear with our own human ears. It's just incredible to think about laughing rats. So I'm just going to tell this giant rat a joke and see if we can at least get a smile out of him. Oh, no. Hey, uh, buddy, so what's a rat's favorite game? Huh? Uh, I don't think he's going to respond to you, Mindy. Hide and squeak! Get it? <laughs> Reggie gets it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, I got one. Why was the rat afraid of the river? I don't think he speaks English, Guy Raz. Catfish! Get it? Cat? Fish? Wait, look! I think he's smiling. Man, get a good look at those teeth! Whoa, those are some long, sharp teeth. Which brings me to the reason we're here, Guy Raz. Oh, no, you're not going to feed me to that giant rat, are you, Mindy? What? No, why would I feed you to the giant rat? <sighs> Probably tastes like kale and kombucha, and that just wouldn't be fair to this giant little guy. What? I don't taste like kombucha, do I? Guy Raz, stop sniffing your own armpits and bust out your coconut. Oh, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that this guy really is the coconut cracker? In the flesh and in the fur. Wow. Uh, okay, well, sh- should I put the coconut on a plate first? Maybe, you know, with a little garnish? What? No, just put it on the ground and watch him work his magic. Okay, well, I'm just gonna gently place this coconut on the ground here, and I'm gonna slowly back away a little bit. He's moving towards it. His teeth are starting to look all powered up. Oh, there he goes. He's using his sharp teeth to crack the shell of the coconut. 
and, and now he's running away with it. Ah, rats! Hey, that rat stole my coconut. You know what, Mindy? Maybe I should just let him have it. I mean, you know, with all of his trees getting chopped down, they're probably getting harder and harder to come by anyway. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Hey, do you want this mounds bar that's been melting in my pocket for two weeks? It's got chocolate and coconut. Uh, I think I'll pass. Well, why, why don't we just go back to the to the lab? Hey, Reggie, you ready? Wow in the world will be right back. Grownups, this message is for you. Support for Wow in the World and the following message for parents come from Zola. Zola is reinventing the wedding registry and planning experience to make the happiest moment in a couple's life even happier. With 50,000 gifts, experiences, and cash funds, couples can register for everything they've always wanted. Zola's free suite of wedding planning tools takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites and so much more. Register today and receive $50 towards your dream registry at Zola. Z-O-L-A dot com slash wow. Support also comes from the YMCA, a nonprofit striving to provide places and programs that can bring people together. The Y recognizes many kids do not have access to safe spaces or consistent nutritious meals when they're out of school. The Y offers programs, support, and services to help fill that need. Learn more about the impact of your donation at ymca.net slash giving. The Y, for a better us. That's it! Back to the show! to record. Hi, my name is Maggie, and I'm eight years old. I live in North Carolina. My one in the world is if we didn't blink, our eyeballs would dry out, and we couldn't move them. We'd have to move our heads instead. Hi, girls. Hi, Mindy. I love your show. Thanks. My name is Joan, and I live in Kenya, and my wow in the world is that there are 148,000 hippos in Kenya. Bye. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Evan, and I live in Hilliard, Ohio. My my wow in the world is that bald eagles use their poop to stick their nest together. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ella. I'm eight years old. I'm from New Jersey. And my wow in the world is an art class where at school we're learning about Georgia O'Keeffe and I'm painting massive flowers like her. Bye, Mindy Guyos. I love your show. Hi, my name is Jack. I am from Macomb, Illinois, and I am nine years old. And my wow in the world is is um, the leap year, February 29th, comes around every four years. And I was born on that leap year, so I'm legally too. Thank you and goodbye. Hi, my name is Tess. I'm from Baltimore and my wow in the world is that we went canoeing and we saw a snapping turtle. It was so, so, so cool. Bye. My name is Adrian. I'm from California. My wow in my world is that penguins eat jellyfish. Bye, I love your show. Hi, my name is Sterling. I'm six years old. My wow in the world is that I got a wiggly tooth and lost it in the same day. Wow. Hi, 
My name is Isaac, and I'm from Colorado. And my wilden world is playing with my big brother. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this week for Wow in the World. And if you want to keep the conversation going, check out some of the questions we've posted on this episode at our website, wowintheworld.com. You'll also be able to find all of the sources and journal articles we used for today's show. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson with help from Thomas Van Kalken, Chelsea Erson, and Jessica Boddy. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer is the big boss. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. Find more of their awesome all-ages music at thepopups.com. Hey, parents and teachers, if you want to send us an email, our address is hello at wowintheworld.com. You can also send snail mail to Wow in the World, care of NPR, 1111 North Capitol Street, Northeast, Washington, D.C., 20007. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wow in the World. And if you want to be featured at the end of the show, call us up and tell us your Wow in the World. Our phone number is 1 888 7 Wow. That's 1 888 7 Wow. And parents, if you want to upload any photos or videos or messages to us, please visit wowintheworld.com and find a link where you can do just that. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcast, and be sure to tell a friend. Until next time, keep on wowing. Wow in the World was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR. Hey, this is David Green. I hope you'll start your day tomorrow with Up First, the morning news podcast from NPR. The most important details about the biggest stories sized to fit into your morning routine. Wake up with Up First tomorrow morning. You can find it on the NPR One app or wherever you listen to podcasts.